Welcome to Worlds Collide, the wrestling art podcast for wrestling fans by wrestling fans, featuring Tony Bella from WrestlingTradingCards.com. This is like a, a stock market. Like- and Zan Morning from Wrestling With Cards on YouTube. And I'm not saying there's a right or wrong answer, I'm just posing the question. Join them as they navigate the world of wrestling cards, helping you build a bigger and better collection and making some money along the way. What's up, wrestling fans? Worlds Collide, back again for another awesome episode. Tony? We hope it is. We hope it's an awesome episode. Oh, yes. Hopefully we're not the popcorn match of podcasts. I definitely don't want to be the jobbers are opening up the, uh, the night. Yep. All right. Speaking of jobbers, hobby influencers, are they jobbers or are they top of the world? Kings, they, if you will. Main eventers? Yeah. Ooh, the, what, a, what a nice tie-in from our previous <laughs> conversation. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely um yeah if you know you know uh yeah we'll leave it at that until next time yeah. so hobby influencers uh we, we i i really don't hear this talked about much in wrestling cards it's mainly been in sports cards and like nfts and just kind of you know more mainstream collectibles if you will um so basically i think the best example i could use of just a general influencer would be like logan paul I mean, I think most people know who he is. Um, he really pushed the Pokemon space. Gary V, that's an influencer. Yeah, that's another um, one, yeah. Who's some other influencers just in general, not like with cards that you can think of? Almost every damn celebrity on Instagram. There, oh, yeah, so <laughs> the, the idea is that they're, they're pushing something. And the there's, comp- a, there's, a, there's a lot of talent that I work with outside the wrestling world, you know, for pop culture conventions and shows and a lot of them are on instagram and almost all of them i can think of have some sort of uh you know endorsement that are kind of on there promoting something like uh you know whether it be a some sort of a, a facial cream or or whether it be uh something for like strollers for an upcoming baby they probably just had you know they're always on there promoting something they're influencing right. something basically so i i say pretty much every celebrity that's on instagram for the most part a, a good majority of them are you know they're pimping something so take that take that aspect that idea and put it into trading cards and collectibles now this has been a thing in the sports card world for quite a bit i mentioned logan paul pushing pokemon there's uh you know steve ioki is one i mentioned gary v there's a lot of these big name celebrities or people that have been involved in the hobby for ages and we, we bring that into wrestling. We've got a few of them out there. I mean, I would consider us influencers to some extent, and we'll break that down, what exactly that means. But mm-hmm. let's talk about um, what, do you, what have you kind of seen in wrestling cards specifically? Is there anything out there that you would like, you know, we're not seeing people being paid necessarily to talk about wrestling cards, but I think inadvertently, a lot of us that are on Twitter, on Instagram, YouTube, you know, what we're doing right now, we do influence people to make a decision on things one way or another, or to even get involved. Honestly, that's the whole reason I started is just, you know, to get information out there, but uh, there are pros and there are cons. So before we get into those, is there anything you're seeing in the wrestling card space that would qualify as influencer? Gary V, uh, I guess. Gary V at a point. Yeah. At some certain point. Uh, and then he just disappeared on that. Yeah. Like it came in, maybe he scooped up what he wanted and then he went away. 
and this is kind of like I'm, I'm pretty sure that I, I presented this topic for us for uh, yes. in a text to you at one time because I had seen someone on Twitter. I think it was Gary V again was asking uh, something about he mentioned wrestling cards and it had been at least a year that he had last mentioned wrestling cards. He asked if anybody had any oddball PSA 10s, I believe. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And um, uh, it got me thinking like, hey, wh where, where have you been this entire time when it came to like you, you mentioned looking for what a hacksaw Jim Duggan card or something like that one yeah. time he was trying to get or something. I, I don't know the, the full story, but it just it was an idea that came to my mind thinking like, where where are are the influencers the the big money baller guys like you know the Gary V level the 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 Paul Logan level the you know maybe like a, a Jay Z type level I mean where are these people that uh, who clearly are wrestling fans who we see at every WrestleMania they always make it a point to point out these people that they're in, in attendance where are these guys who are supposedly big wrestling fans but don't they don't collect cards and if they do collect cards do they not have any kind of collect do, do they want to flex their stuff i mean why why are why our niche why our hobby that doesn't have that so I, I don't have an answer for that i don't know of anybody out there that's doing it yeah i think we've talked about it and others have talked about it people that have come on my youtube channel and my personal podcast wrestling with cards just in case you didn't know um Check everybody, it out. thank you everybody that's come on there has basically said the same thing and i continue to drive home the point you know why is why are wrestling cards not respected like all these other collectibles and trading cards. And it's always the same thing. We need a big influencer, a big name to just reach out and say, Hey, these are cool. And I'm kind of like, well, we had that for a little bit with Gary V and we've had that with Steve Aoki and there's some others out there who have done it. But I, what I'm starting to see is a little bit more influence within the hobby itself. There's hobby personalities that are starting to drive the interest in cards and the way people think. Oh, more. absolutely. You know what? You're right. Absolutely. Uh, and I'm going to, I'm going to tip my hat off to those guys over at the card foundation podcast. I think they've really built up quite the, uh, the following for themselves. And there's a lot of collectors now that are relying on them to provide them with the information and show interest in yep. certain sectors of the hobby um, and certain stars with their, the way their format of their show is, you know, uh, highlighting a particular star and going over their rookie cards and uh, that kind of talk. It's, it's influencing people and making certain buying decisions. And I, I think it's very important. Uh, you and I, we talk about this stuff. We do uh, an episode every once in a while called This Is Your Car, where we talk about particular superstars and their cards and what's good, what's bad, what to invest, what not to, what, you know, that kind of stuff. So yeah, at a certain level, I think you're right. We're Within our own hobby, we're starting to see people getting up in our own hobby and becoming the influence of our own hobby. And that's good. But the sad part of that is, is that we don't have that big, big name person that I really wish we had that said, I'm a wrestling fan or I collect wrestling cards and then goes out there and just starts flexing their, their, their collection. You know, uh, I, I wish we had that. Yep. And I think we'll get there one day. You know, I think it just takes time. Uh especially now, I think, uh, start to see a lot more sports cards, people coming into wrestling cards little by little, we've got the Panini releases coming up. So I think we'll get there. Um, but you know, even just it, you know, the, the collect, the collectors, like there are some diehard wrestling car collectors out there that, you know, one day they just decided to start posting their collection. The next thing, you know, yep. that value of that set or that card has gone through the roof. They have been become known as you know, the blank guy, whether that's the 
all-stars guy or the WCW autographs guy or the PMG guy. Like, you know, they become the cross guy. Exactly. Kurt (laughs) Angle. (laughs) Now you're the Kurt Angle guy. Uh, or that way, but thanks. Or Dexter Loomis or both. That, that, that's true. Cause even on that dying top slam app, that's all anybody ever trades me now is Dexter That's Loomis awesome. stuff. <laughs> and I make fun. I, I make fun with it for the trade stuff. I'm, I know we're going to a lot of topics. I make fun of it uh, on the trade forms where I just start every day posting like that. You know, I, I suppose like Loomis, Loomis, Loomis. <laughs> Sing it with me, folks. Loomis. <laughs> now I want those cards. And I post that. Awesome. Like, I go, you know, uh, you have Dexter Loomis plus I have dupes equal you trade me. <laughs> let's nice. go <laughs> that's pretty entertaining actually so so i got people like sending me like literally just taking one of my common cards and sending me like every one of their base dex loomer cards extra loomis cards like that so i have like 150 of the same card <laughs> see yeah you've you've officially become somewhat of an influencer I th- I, and you know i think that's something that we needed to talk about because as you said the most common thing that people think of as influencers are these big time social media accounts that are celebrities that are generally pushing a product and inadvertently people become influencers by just talking about what they like. And, you know, we started doing the podcasts and the YouTube channels and everything that we do uh, mainly just for entertainment information, just getting the word out there about the hobby, which in itself is kind of becoming an influencer. So yeah, but, there are pros and cons. So anything you want to mention before we get into some of those? No, I, I, I just had a conversation with someone recently about doing that as far as um, uh, um, pushing out content and then making sure that people are understanding. Like in the beginning of this whole thing, I was just uh, a way to release uh, kill time pandemic was going on and then of course interest became uh, based on the show i was doing the podcast i was doing like oh wtc is coming back and you know so it kind of lit a fire under my butt which has been great because it's past year plus now you know everything's been caught up on the website and got a lot of great reviews people are happy to see it and i'm happy about that bigger and better but, than ever but what i've learned about it over the time now is like i'm no longer really interested in i'm not I'm, I'm more interested now in creating this content that we're doing and doing the episodes like this, talking about influencers and whatever, and any topic as a main, as a means to educate. So now I, I always like to try, I'm trying now to be more like closing out a show every time saying, you know, we're all here to educate and give knowledge and have fun. And, and that's kind of what I'm really into. And I just, it'd be nice to have an influencer in that respect. If someone comes in and say, this is a, this is a hobby that you need to get into because it's fun. And we were all wrestling fans at some point in time during our lives. And as we talked about with other people on, on our show, you know, it, it's nostalgia and it brings you back. And there's, there's history to learn there. There's there's nostalgia. It brings you back to when you were a kid, maybe going to matches with grandparents or parents. And that, in my case, grandparents, it, it's it, it's there's a you know, and so that, that could be used by an influencer to kind of say, hey, I was a wrestling fan, too, man. I want to get into this like that and check it out. I got this PSA 10 something or whatever it is. And it'd be nice. But. Yeah. Pros and cons. Let's go into pros and cons. Let's start with pros. And it's probably my biggest pro is any type of, we're going to say, use the term influencers. But again, remember that can be anything from a super collector all the way up to Gary V and anything in between. So one of the pros that I immediately thought of was that no matter what it is on the surface, it's pushing the hobby forward because they're getting, it's getting the images in front of people. They're scrolling through and all of a sudden, what a wrestling card. You know, yeah. I remember watching wrestling when I was a kid. They didn't make cards of this. 
cards have been around for, you know, hundreds of years. What? And then they're going to all of a sudden go back and start trying to, well, you know, who did I like to watch? What set is good? What should I buy? What's a good grade and vintage, you know, all these things. So no matter what's going on, if you're out there and you're posting on social media pictures of your wrestling collection, you're essentially an influencer for the better, for the better of the community, I think. I mean, when you, see, when, you, when you see someone out there who is, uh, and I, I don't have to just keep saying Gary V myself, but anybody who's got a celebrity status of some kind, you know, you got a million followers, 2 million followers, 3 million followers, whatever it is, and you post a card up there, that's essentially any card. Yeah. Any card. It's just, you know, whatever you post up there, you have millions of eyeballs looking at it, and, and that will generate which the second point on our pros list I, I saw from our notes, it generate it moves the market, as you said. It, Absolutely. It, it, and uh, in a positive way, I think it does. It moves the market. And we've seen prices go up. And I think that has a lot to do with the very minimal amount of influencing people have done in our sector of the hobby. Yeah. And um, I think for wrestling cards, it's the, the market, you know, we'll move into the market moving and the popularity. I think that really comes more from like, I, I think it's people that actually want to get the cards. I don't think it's actually more of a, uh, Hey, I can buy this and flip it. Like specifically with wrestling cards. I think it's, it's more of like people see something they want it. And then when they want it, you know, we've talked about numerous times how there's a lot of people with big time cards in wrestling cards that don't want to let go of them. I mean, you know, yeah, you call them, I think you call them gatekeepers. Yeah, gatekeepers, curmudgeons, but I mean, you know, that's also uh, diehard collectors, which it takes all those types of people to make sure. the ecosystem work. Yeah. But you get you get more eyeballs on a card. It drives up the market, drives up the demand. More people want to go out and find the card. And, you know, all of a sudden they dry up. Then they become even more valuable because then people can't get them. So yeah. that's, uh, you know, just pushing the hobby for driving markets. We talked a lot about how you can't really get markets to go forward without getting those cards to other people for them to experience and to know about them. Cause how many times have you posted a card that uh, for most of us diehard wrestling collectors or wrestling fans, like, Oh yeah, that's the 2002 Royal rumble. Those are great. Those are the all-stars. Those are great. That's the, you know, the um, impel, whatever, like you pick something and the average person might come along and have never seen that card or set, even though it might be common knowledge to us. So of course, you're, you know, we're going to have influence no matter what. So anything else on kind of those two pros we've talked about, those are really the big two pros. I mean, we could probably list a f several other ancillary ones, but. Well, I mean, those are the two primary ones, I think anyway, it's like that, but what happens with one of those pros that we mentioned, which is moving markets also directly ties into the cons. It does. And there's a couple different ones from that. Uh, one thing that uh, I want to talk about is propping up what you own yourself so not really a pump and dump but more just a pump so to speak uh you know if you have it's okay a, to flex come on it's that's okay totally to different yeah of course but um i think we we both talked about seeing certain cards and sets and certain people posting a lot of the same things trying to you know if they don't necessarily like something that's catching on over here maybe that's aew maybe mm -hmm. that's new shiny stuff maybe they don't like that stuff so they have to keep like putting negative stereotypes on that stuff while trying to prop up the stuff that they do have. 
Yeah, and I like, see that. Yeah, we, 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 I mean, I know we've talked about off air many times about certain things we see on social media. It's like, oh, it's that again or that again kind of thing. And we get it. You know, that's that's a cool car. We've seen, you know, it to me, it also kind of starts to lose a little bit of its like its its flavor when all of a sudden like, yeah, that was a cool car when I saw it the first hundred times. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. And, you know, a lot of the times I'm not necessarily disagreeing with the statement. Oh, no, it's still, you, you, know? Are, you know, whatever this is, it's like, it's still a cool card, no matter what, yeah. whether it be, uh, you know, from this set, that set of the other, it's still like, I, I get it. It's still a very cool card. And sometimes like things I don't even own, I'm like, I'd love to have that card. That'd be great. Absolutely. You know? But, um, you know, I mean, let's, let's kind of move on. That's, that's like a, that's like a quasi negative, because I think, yeah. I, again, going back to the gatekeeper curmudgeon thing like a lot of times the people who are doing this are the ones that are not selling so let's move on to the ones that are selling and that would be like the pump and dump or the you know pulling a rug like it's a lot more prevalent in the nft space where a lot of people will buy into a project and buy a bunch of stuff and the next thing you know the creators in the community are just gone yeah you're not really going to see that as much with wrestling cards because they are you know they're they're physical items and there's always going to be a demand but like you know, say somebody's pumping up the, let's just say, you know, I, I mentioned the 2002 Royal Rumble. It's like, oh, this is the set. These are going to be the new all-stars. This is the one you want to get now. And, you know, the next thing you know, you see that same person selling a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Pl- playing into what they're talking about. And then all of a sudden, you know, the maybe the market tanks on those and they go back to this guy. And I have a perfect example of that, by the all way. Right, let's hear it since we're talking. The perfect, exa- the perfect example of that uh and it's not naming any names because a, a, a group of people did this uh i'm sorry the 97 panini stickers man that became the flavor of the thing undiscovered this pump 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 then they dumped it and you don't there's nothing near those prices ever again right and the whole market itself came down and the whole market itself came down at, at a particular percentage i'm sure whatever that percentage is but i'm almost certain and i'd probably i'd throw a, a nice wager on that the market itself didn't come down to the drastic level of percentages that that particular release came down. Yeah. That stuff goes from a 30 plus thousand dollar rock rookie sticker card. And now those things, you can't even get 10 K for it. And that's a huge drop off huge. And it, it's again, like, it, it's almost like it's discovered. They pumped it up, they pumped it up and they sold it and they made their money and they left. Yeah. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. And, th- and this is kind of where I wish those curmudgeons were a little bit more stingy, maybe. Because, like, you know, how many times have we said it? Like, you've got a huge card, on, you know, at the time of recording. You've got a huge card on Heritage right now, two of them, actually. Mm-hmm. And so, like, we sell stuff. That's part of life. But this is different. You know, this is the time where, like, you know, I like to talk about my Hogan PMG. Like, I think it's one of my favorite cards. It's probably also one of the last cards I would ever sell out of my collection. So that is totally different than what we're talking about here. Yes. So um, I, again, I, I, I think we maybe have only seen that a couple of times that I know of in wrestling because there's just so many diehard collectors and we're still like in kind of an undiscovered market, even though we've seen the highs and 
uh, we still haven't hit that, you know, six figure there's, mark there's, yet. There, there's, yeah. There's just so much room for growth in this mm -hmm. particular niche, uh, of the hobby. Um, what we're seeing in the last two years is I think many of the guys who've been in this game for a long, long time will also probably attest that it's, we're only just seeing the very, very beginning of where this particular hobby is going to go. And it's just a matter of time, I think, before we find that right influencer, uh, whether it be a big multimillionaire kind of guy or someone in the hobby that just somehow just takes something and takes cards as a whole on their back and kind of really push it forward. You know, we have the David Pecks of the world that go out there and have for years waved that flag, you know, and taken a beating on, on, on boards and, and message boards and social media in the early days yep. of just like, Oh, wrestling, you know, sweaty men in tights. Yeah. You know, it's just, uh, and, but you know, here it is now he has a last laugh because he has a right. very valuable collection. Um, and so, but it's only the beginning. It's just, uh, you know, he's continuing to keep doing it, but we need someone else uh, and another person that uh, more than just within our own hobby. Right. I know that you're referencing a lot of people that are within our own hobby. We're kind of being our own influencers in a sense, but we, our influence is only so much. We only have based on what our, our audience is. And our audience is very small compared to the influencers that I originally wanted to talk about on this. I, I sent you a text on this anyways, which was about like, you know, somebody big and famous and this and that, mm -hmm. you know, posting this and posting that, you know, talking about buying their Pokemon cards or buying this. We don't have that in our, in our wrestling community. We have our own uh, for our hobby. We have it in our own within our community, but not a big name person out there who's, you know, that uh, has millions of people who are following uh, them. We don't have that. And uh, it sucks. <laughs> it just sucks. And, and that spawns a question that I'm going, we've got one more note in here for our cons and I'm going to tie it into that a little bit. But one thing that I think that I've seen kind of almost uh, like a backlash from the wrestling car community is when you start talking money and what I've seen in other aspects of the hobby is when a lot of people, maybe, maybe they're doing it on purpose. Maybe they're not doing it on purpose, but it's like when it becomes passion over profit or profit over passion. I mean, yeah. so they're like, they're trying to, to just make money and they're like, okay, what's the market? What's the, what's the flip on this? What's the liquidity on this? And then you have to stop and ask themselves like, you know, do you, are you even collecting? And, you know, some of these guys are out here are not collecting and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But uh, I, I, think... I, I myself walk that fine line all the time yeah. because I'm, I'm not married to many of the things that I have. So, you know, for prices, I have no problems flipping them, you know, I, but I, but on the flip side too, <laughs> no pun intended, um, <laughs> you know, I'm not, I'm not actively pursuing new inventory to go out for the purpose right. and intent of flipping. Um, but if I come across something that's too good to, you know, a good deal, like, yeah, I could flip this because I'm not, I'm not married to it. It's like that, you know, my Hogan and my flair cosmos that are currently up in heritage. Um, you know, that's, that's, I, I wasn't married to it. And those, those are to me, uh, I have, I'm doing, uh, as we play, I, I'm, I'm leveling up with that. that. That became something that was a card. It's leveling up to something else that I more desired. It's like, well, that, and you it. can also say, Hey, I had this for a point in time. Like, oh sure you know you know I mean, take a picture with it for... moment in time like it's a cool story i, I sat it i sat in my storage unit for you know the better part of 15 plus years at least so i mean i didn't know it was in there i mean i totally forgot about it until i said oh yeah i remember getting this off of ebay for like nothing <laughs> uh and so it's like um it, it's a nice good feel story that i found it but um 
you know, I'm not married to it. And if I found another one someplace, I'm like, I'd flip that bad boy in a heartbeat too, because I'm just, I'm not married to it. Uh, I, I can flip it to something and, and, and bigger and better things. Do you think, uh, so a couple opinion pieces here on, on that. Um, what is your thoughts on people who lean more towards that? Because you've seen it, I've seen it. Uh, and I personally think that, you know, it, it's hard for me to believe that like you can be that involved in the hobby and not even want to keep a handful of pieces for your collection. Cause there's seriously people out there who don't collect anything and they're just so into the hobby because of they can make money off of it and margins. So I guess, um, I guess it's, it's, your, it's your mindset. What do you, what are you really into the hobby for anything? Like chances are it's someone who's in our, in our hobby, just, you know, who doesn't collect and just wants to flip. Is probably doing it in other sectors too. They probably do it yes, in sports. Yeah. They probably do it in action figures. They probably do it in automobiles. They maybe do it in. I mean, I don't know what the what their lifestyle is. So this is what they do for a living. It's probably people who go to Goodwills and and flea markets and pick up good things for the sole intense purpose of flipping it. I mean, that's well. I'm just. I, I think that there's people, uh, and it's not just wrestling. It's everything where the, those people are looked down upon because. They're like, oh, they should they should collect, you know. They're not treating this with respect no, that it deserves, and I'm just like, well, it's a, it's a diehard collector with their with their mindset. So it's like, you know what? Goes back to what the, you said earlier, yeah. mindset. Yeah, stay in your lane, man. Stay in your lane. You know, you collect. Don't let somebody else who's not doing what you agree with influence you. In that sense, there we go, influence you right. into changing your mindset, and that is, uh, you know, enjoying the hobby for whatever reasons that you enjoy it for. And the last thing with kind of pushing the influencers specifically with wrestling cards, do you think it would even work? And I say that because I've talked about it before. You've talked about it. The uh, I don't know if it's the will, the lack of willingness to spend money or the lack of putting in the effort to go out and, you know, work to get what they want. Uh, how many times have we seen like, uh, you know, people, I'm not paying the, those prices for those AEW boxes or, I can't find a, I can't find blasters of heritage or AEW. Like, mm -hmm. well, if I can't find it on retail and pay the retail price and open it like I'm supposed to, then I just can't be part of the hobby. And I think when you get more influencers involved, it, it, again, it drives prices, it moves markets, but with everything else, I, I seem to see people in sports cards or Pokemon like, yeah, let's go. My card's worth this much more. Let's see what else we can find in wrestling. It's more, I'm priced out. I got, I have to quit. You know, I, I see that a lot. I disagree with that stance, but what do you think? I disagree with that stance too. And I do see it quite a bit, but I think that, 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 that's going to change. You know, we're still, we still haven't experienced the Panini wave yet. That's going to be uh, happening here before you know it. So that's going to bring a lot of uh, eyeballs onto the, the hobby that's never been there before. There are going to be a lot of flippers. Lot oh, of, yeah. There's a lot of pump and dumpers right there. So they're going to yep. be doing a lot of them. Because uh, they're used to that game. They're used to that prism type you know, stuff. They're used to all that kind of crap. Um, you know, AEW also brought in a lot of new eyeballs that have stuck around. So for yeah. those who left, who were diehard wrestling fans, maybe we swapped them out for these new AEW fans probably. But I suspect that we're going to probably still see some you know, wrestling fans who say, well, I'm tapped out. I can't do anymore now because I can't, I'm priced out. Uh, you got to find another way, man. There's always a way. You know, you, you got to stop complaining about being priced out because this hobby has gotten nothing but kept going up and up over time. And you've all this time have found a way to continue to keep collecting. The chucksters of the world, you know, yeah. who may be disappointed that I can't buy boxes anymore because I can't afford them. Are like, listen, 
this is a new opportunity for me. I still love the hobby. I'm going to go back now and go check out all the stuff that I missed before in the past and fill all the holes in. That's my yep. new hobby. I'm still in the hobby. I'm collecting, but I found a different way to go do it now. 100%. It's, it's, and that's just the way it's going to be. And it's how it's always going to be. So for those who wanted to just, you know, walk away and say, I'm done, I'm sorry to see you go. But you know, you're going to be back, hopefully, to come back and collect because it, it's a, if, you still, if you truly love this hobby, you'll find a way to still always be in it mindset we keep going mindset. like you started that and we keep going back to it on this show over and over again so good i job. did a whole i did a whole wtc short yes. on mindset and yes. it's just um it's a great episode your short episodes are great we'll talk about that towards the end of this end of this one but because you know meeting people like you through this means like that i've had to learn i've learned to have a new appreciation for the hobby I meet the Zans of the world and I meet, uh, you know, uh, the Caleb's of the world and the Jamie's of the world and all these different people out there who have these unique passions and how they collect like that. And I'm just kind of, a, you know, I sponge it all up from you guys about what you do. And I'm, I'm not in the same market you guys are in. I don't have the same passions that you guys have for collectibles because I have my own, but I apply what I see from you guys and put it towards my own thing. You know, you likewise. Know, it's all just about learning and, and, and uh, getting educated it's like that. And, you know, I'm, I'm in this whole hobby now strictly for the knowledge. Uh, I mean, I have my Kurt Angle collection. I have my Dexter Loomis collection and I might dabble a little bit here and there, whatever fancies me uh, from time to time, but not very much, but I'm more, I am a collector of information for the hobby to archive it and put it someplace for other people to really have uh, a way to learn about the hobby. Um, so and if you're going to leave the hobby again, I'm not going to say don't let the door slam in the ass on the way out, but you know, <laughs> There's a lot of new people coming in. I think the people coming in outweigh the people who are leaving. Um, yeah. And uh, it's just, again, we, like you said, and I said, again, mindset. Change the mindset. Sit back. Take a deep breath. Figure out what it is. Like, I can't afford this anymore. I can't afford what I was doing before. You know, don't let someone else out there. Don't let an influencer out there push you into like you have to have this card. Just let it keep you interested in the hobby. But also using, I think it's it's good to use influencers in a positive to, okay, I see this person out here. They're going through dollar boxes and they're able exactly. to sell those to buy what they want. They're they're going out and making trades. They're, you know, trying to make moves on different things instead of just being stagnant and saying, yeah. oh, I can't find retail. So. Absolutely. Take a lesson from Zan Morning right here himself, man. The guy started the whole damn thing with Thank a $10 you. box. I mean- Jesus Christ. I mean, they flip that thing and look at the collection he has now. It can be done, people. It really can be done. It's if you're willing to put the time and effort into it, uh, an influencer can either make you feel bad about what it is because you, you can't afford it, or they can inspire you to go off and say, you know what? I'm going to go through that dollar bin. I'm going to go yep. ahead and find something. Like, you know what? It's only a buck, but I like this person. It's a cool, I remember that match. I remember this. You know, I don't even care. I remember that player. If you're playing it, I'm not even yeah. applying this to wrestling, but just anything in general. Don't let price point scare you off from being something, uh, doing something that you originally loved a lot because there's other ways to go ahead and still love what, you know, the, the hobby. Also, oddly enough, as we close out the show, who would have thought AEW would actually be the best influencers on their own trading cards? Absolutely. 100%, right? I mean, yeah. uh, I, I don't I, think we've I, ever I, seen a wrestling promotion promote their cards like they have. As of this uh, recording of this episode, uh, it hasn't come out yet, but by the time this episode comes out, uh, you can go back and check out. I, I did that uh, interview with Upper Deck, and uh, it'll be out by then. So, cool. And, and we talked about that. Yeah. We, we, we mentioned uh, 
we've never seen a company do that before. We're a, a company that's, and the uh, gentleman we interviewed, uh, Billy uh, from Upper Deck, God, what a nice guy. And, um, you know, when you tell them that, that's got to make them say, okay, we're doing something right, you know. We... But it wasn't really them. If we, when we watched the interview and listened to him, mm-hmm. like that, it, it was just like, hey, they was like, oh, yeah, well, we're, we're they didn't even tell him, like, we're going to go ahead and our agreement is we'll go put them on TV. We'll talk about them, sure. blah, blah, blah. I mean, it just happened. They get it. The company, AEW, understands their brand and their products, and they want fans to, uh, you know, to appreciate them and, and know about them. And uh, it's just smart business on their part. And they're influencing their core audience to go out there and say, here we go. We've got trading cards. Trading cards? Wrestling cards? Yeah, MJF that's them. what I'm talking about. And they're out there and they're, and they're doing it. And that's what they're doing. Yep. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. What kind of influences are you into? Do you, you know, I personally, I like a lot of sports card podcasts. I consider them influencers because I learn a lot from them. Uh, Do I learn a lot from some of the other celebrity influencers? Eh, Not so much, but there's influencers everywhere, whether it's in your little aspect and your niche of the hobby or whether it's mainstream pop culture. What is something that influences you? Get a hold of us on social media. Let us know what kind of makes you get motivated and makes you kind of maybe think outside the box or maybe go even harder on a specific card set or work ethic or whatever it is. There's different ways that people can be influenced. So let us know on social media. Once again, Tony, before we get out of here, let us know where they can find you and talk a little bit about your shorts episode you've been doing. Cause I have been thoroughly impressed with those. Oh, thanks. That's a whole new endeavor for me that I uh, kind of inspired by you because you do so many of uh, these solo things that um, uh, I, it's not my cup of tea. This is more my bread and butter here. If it were for the bug, yeah. I like to I like to banter back and forth. So for me to sit back, I have to. <laughs> you can do this. It, yeah. And your prime example, though, like you hit the record button and go and you just figure it out as you go. Yeah, I just kind of hit it and just kind of go. And, and uh, I hope to get better at them over there. But um, everything can be found on WrestlingTradingCards.com. On the bottom of every page, there's a link to all the social media pages that uh, we are on. Uh, I just started doing things because uh, um, I, I can record them. And they're, they're WTC shorts. That's uh, exactly what they are. It's not just a catchy name. It's what they are. And um, uh, they're, you know, 7 to tw- 10, 12 minutes uh, max. And uh, just talking about uh, topics that I just kind of jot down on my phone while I have them. And then I just sit there and just uh, knock them all out in one evening if I can. And, uh, you know, just trying to have fun with them and just talk about topics uh, that come to my mind. And the reason why I started those, by the way, was because I would oftentimes send you a text going, I have a topic idea and I'm hot about this right now. I want to talk about it right now. Like, well, I can't record for another two weeks. <laughs> like, yeah. Damn it. And by the time two weeks come up, like, eh, I want to just a uh, moment. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> you probably, moment. probably couldn't find anybody else crazy enough to talk about whatever topic it was. That was exactly. Going so now I'm trying to, like, uh, you know, not take away topic ideas from, you know, our own shows, obviously, like that, but just have, like, maybe rehash some things we've talked about in the past, maybe a couple new things. And uh, I was going to actually do this influencer one as a short. And then I said, no, this would be a great banter, like uh, getting different opinions on this one. So we should do this for our uh, Worlds Collide. Um, But yeah, everything's on on, on WrestlingTradingCards.com. So uh, I I appreciate all the feedback now. Um, Since we started doing these and we always talk about, I never get any questions. No one ever asked me anything. I've I've been been getting those. Great. Good job, Uh, Wrestling Card Community. So uh, I get a few here and I've got uh, one that I'm I'm looking at it right now because I thought it might tie into what we're talking about, but... and second thought, I go, you know what? This is going to be a short. There you um, go. Perfect. So we'll just uh, do that. And 
Um, I, I appreciate it. So I, I'm looking forward to when you listen to this episode or later on you watch it. Uh, I, I'm asking this about anything I'm on now. It's just uh, comment on this, please. Engage with us. Talk about it. I want to hear your guys' opinions. I want to know what, like what Zan said. Uh, who do you look to? Do you have any people that have influenced you over uh, your collecting career? Did you go out and buy something because someone said it was such a hot thing you had to go get it? Who was that? And what did you buy? Uh, I don't care if it's wrestling or not related or not, but you know, just engage with us, talk about it with us, and uh, let's get a thread going on this on social media, whether it be Twitter or whatever, and just say, hey, you know, I listened to your episode, and this is what happened for me with an influencer, or here's my opinion on influencers. Yeah, and speaking of that, I've actually had a it's it's not been I guess there's been a couple of recent ones but when somebody reaches out to you and they said hey I stumbled onto your podcast and it totally changed the way I do things or yeah. when they say I actually got into wrestling cards because I found the WTC YouTube channel and then I found Worlds Collide and then I found your like that 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 is the reason we keep doing it and it validates everything we're doing yes we've talked about how frustrating it can be for us sometimes but then all of a sudden that stuff comes along and we're like okay let's get back to business you know let's just, get back to business <laughs> just shuts it all down speaking i'm motivated let's do some more <laughs> yep. speaking of uh the pot i said that tony does his we do this show and then i do mine wrestling oh, with right. you do a show too absolutely <laughs> can't have too much content out there i suppose uh wrestling with cards on youtube that's where i originally started and wrestling with cards, the solo podcast, where kind of like Tony said, I like to just talk about some stuff that's a little bit shorter, doesn't take as much editing, and can kind of just get some opinions off my chest if it's not something that I've talked about here. So make sure to subscribe to those links to all of Tony's stuff, links to all of my stuff is all in the show notes. Before you get out of here, please subscribe and tell somebody about this show. Somebody else that's into wrestling cards or sports cards, collectibles, whatever it is. Um, just if you think they'd like it, tell them about the show, leave us a review that helps get this podcast into more listeners and just helps kind of broaden the horizons, hopefully for what we can do in the future. Tony, you got anything else? No, man. It's uh, this is a good, ep a fun episode. It's something I knew that, um, I didn't think I was going to get like reinvigorated about talking about it again, <laughs> like that, but, uh, uh, the influencer episode just influenced you. Uh, yes, it did. Wow. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Again, don't forget to subscribe. Tell somebody about the channel. And until next time, keep collecting. Keep having fun. We'll see you.